You have just tapped into the Deeper Than Roots podcast, a space where our favorite constant is growth. We embrace ease and we talk all things from spiritual wellness to everyday life events. I am your host, Ra. Welcome to your new weekly favorite place to be. They say that compersion is the wholehearted participation in the happiness of others. I like to call it vicarious joy or celebration. Um, Most times you hear this term in non-monogamous spaces because it's a goal for some who desire to design their non-monogamous relationship around the kitchen table, if you will. (laughs) Um, And it's also a desire for those who simply want their partners to be happy about their other love connections. A lot of people would argue that compersion is a hard to reach emotion because they feel like you have to be absent of jealousy in order to experience compersion for someone, which is not entirely true, which just isn't true actually at all. As most you know, I do identify as a non-monogamous woman. And to me, um, compersion is expressed out of me for anyone. You don't have to be my partner or a potential partner. You could be a complete stranger on the streets, a friend, a coworker. I'm discussing this because recently I took an eight-day trip to the island of Oahu, which was nothing short of remarkable. And I got a chance to spend some much needed quality time um, with my fiance. And I'll share all of the details about this trip down the line. But before I do that, I want to get into a trip that her and I got to experience together. So hiking is like a big thing in my life. It's not as big as it was years back, maybe three, four years back, but it's still very much so present. Um, And on one of the days that we were in Hawaii, we woke up at like 4.30 in the morning, took an Uber to a trail called Manoa Falls, 2.5 miles um, round trip. And it, it a lot happened. Like when we got there, it started raining. So we had to take cover um, near what would eventually be a restaurant that opens up. But since we got there so early, it wasn't open yet. Um, And we got to just hang out with some roosters that were up at the crack ass of dawn running a mouth. And we just kind of got to laugh at being caught up in the rain and having to pause. And once the rain subsided, we began um, our journey up to what eventually would be an 80 foot breathtaking, energetic waterfall. You guys, <laughs> just des- just describing it does enough for me. Like it just does enough for me. It was glorious. Um, on the way up, though, we were sure to take in this entire experience slowly. We were very intentional about getting up early and going because we wanted to be, you know, the only ones on the trail. We wanted to be there to experience nature before, you know, all of these other people and tourists were there just violating because that's what a lot of tourists do. You go to these magical places and you just violate, you act a fool. And so because I didn't want that to be distracting me, 
um, from my moment in what I consider church, church's nature, uh, we decided to be intentional about getting up and going there early and allowing ourselves to be the only one there immersed in this experience. And man, when I tell you I don't regret it, I do not regret it. The trees were alive. The soil was alive. The sky was alive. It was just everything was alive. It was so vibrational. It was so charging. Um, and there were there were areas there where we could sit and really take it in and embrace each other and hold each other and love on each other before we slowly started walking again. And that's exactly what we did. And, and again, you know, it was church. And so for me, when I'm in nature and experiencing nature in this way, it is extremely grounding so much so that I can forget that I am there with another person. And typically I do. Typically when Ashe and I are hiking some way, somehow I take lead and she's just back there somewhere. And I'm, I'm way up ahead in complete awe doing my own thing. But this time, you know, out of all of the times that we've hiked, I could feel her presence there the entire time, even in my trance, even in my outer body experience. I can feel her throughout the entirety of the hike. And what I was feeling was her compersion. I was feeling her joy and it allowed me to attach to attach compersion to something outside of non-monogamy, to it not just being this thing or this expression that humans express at times who date more than one partner, but also just something an individual can express when they love someone and they love seeing them happy. They love seeing them in a state of joy. They love seeing them in prayer because when I'm in nature, I'm in prayer. I'm in praise and worship. OK, and I was just so grateful that. She could share this moment with me. She can share this energy with me without disrupting what I needed, but instead being a part of it in such a magical and poetic way that it's hard for me to really to really gather the language for. Um, it was as humanistic as it was. It was spiritual and. I just I, I can't I can't stop expressing the amount of gratitude I felt for that time. And I and I can't deny God because I know that that was an experience where I was, you know, completely engulfed in God. And and Ashe could see that. I just oh, you guys. <laughs> I'm just I was so I was so pleased. I felt so full. So because of that, Hawaii was absolutely and completely a honeymoon before the wedding. Honestly, everything up to this point between Ashe and I has been just that. It's been a love nest. Um and it was just a, an opportunity for us to reignite our spark. And to get me to thinking about a lot while I was in this experience on this trip with 
Ashe, I was in my own, I was having my own internalized experience on this ship. I mean, on this trip (laughs) in our relationship, if you will, unpacking and, you know, just being able to see her through an entirely different lens, being able to see myself through an entirely different lens. And I recognized um, by the time I caught my flight home that there was a trend there, that I've been living in a trend for quite some time. And that trend has been communication, but communication through the lens of listening, through the ability to just listen. I used to think that um, Ashe had issues in communication because she is someone who takes um, extremely long pauses prior to responding to certain things. And I felt like, oh, that means that she's incapable of expressing herself herself or having a hard time expressing herself, which wasn't true at all. And what? How do you come up? How did I determine that all on my own without really having an in-depth conversation with her? Shame on me. But on this trip um, and after reading a book that I had read on my flight home called The Art of Communication, I'm not going to butcher the author's name right now. I'll leave it in the description when I promote this episode. But I realized that what I thought was a flaw in my fiance is one of her most absolute beautiful qualities and something that I needed to learn and practice her ability to just be quiet and listen and process information and make sure that she's done that intentionally before sharing her thoughts and feelings because she wants to be careful with me. She wants to be careful with my emotions and she wants to understand me. (laughs) Y'all, I'm so in love. What? Uh -uh. (laughs) And um, that keeps coming up for me again and again and again and again. And it has helped me to see so many people in my life through a different lens. It's not all of it's not always those who can instantaneously have an answer or a response to what you're growing through that are watering your soil. Sometimes it's those who are taking the time to know in what other ways your soil may be dehydrated or having issues because it's not always water that our soil needs. Sometimes our soil needs nutrients. Sometimes our soil needs medicine, right? Because something toxic has grown, a mold or um, some, 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 um, uh, what, what is it called, y'all? When um, there's an infestation of some sort of bugs or something like that. Sometimes your soil needs something more than water, is my point. And Ashe listens to me and processes information as delicately as she does because she's always known that sometimes my soil requires more than water. It requires more than an instantaneous response. It requires more than a hug. It requires more than redirection. (laughs) And I've been with this woman going on four years and I'm just recognizing that. And it's peculiar because this was something that I used to once look at her and be like, I don't know how well we gonna do because you don't communicate well. When all along she's been communicating phenomenally, I just hadn't taken the time to see that. And I'm so grateful for this trip because now one accountability 
you know, has come up for me and it has allowed me and her to have a conversation and healing about how I've treated her way of communicating. Um, and two, it has allowed, you know, her to now feel more confident about her pauses, confident about her quiet, confident about how delicate she is in her art um, and skills in communication. Y'all. <laughs> I am so grateful and thankful for you, Ashe. Just so grateful and thankful for you that it makes me emotional because loving you helps me to learn so much about myself, to honor so much about myself. Loving you has taught me to slow down. Um, loving you has helped me to soften up and I've needed that. I've needed that so much. Ooh, <laughs> excuse me. These are tears of joy. Like, because uh, I just, I, I, I can believe it now that, you know, a person um, of pure love, just of, of, pure love can exist, you know? And I always had an idea of what that person would look like, feel like, um, what the experience would be like. <laughs> and all of that shit was not it, you know? Cause she's, she's nothing I would have ever imagined in everything that I am overjoyed to have. Um, and since this trip and prior to her and I have, you know, been really focused on ways that we can better ourselves in communication and better ourselves in, in understanding each other. And again, just listening, just listening to each other. And she's been deployed on a ship all over the place. And because of that, there's been a bit of a, of a buffer in our communication, but we've taken some steps to make sure that we are still mastering, um, communication. I'm trying to figure out another way to say communication. Cause I feel like I've been saying that shit a lot, <laughs> but we've been figuring out creative ways to continue evolving in that area of our relationship. One way a good sis gave to me uh, my good sis Brie. Hey, boo. Hey, I love you. I can't wait for you to come to my house so I can make you that dragon fruit. Uh, uh, what was it? It was, a, it wasn't a mimosa. It was a dragon fruit, um, something, but I got the video saved and I'm gonna make it for you when you get here next weekend. <laughs> and anyway, thank you though, for this app, because Ashe and I have been using it, you know, almost consistently we fall off sometimes, but we absolutely love it. Um, so the app is called um, Evergreen and it can be downloaded from any app store. And I believe it offers like a seven, maybe a 14 day free trial. And the price point I want to say after that free trial is under $15 a month, I believe. And so this app, it consists of quizzes and questions that act as conversation starters um, or, you know, they can even act as personal journal prompts because you can individualize these prompts for yourself. And so what it does is it creates space to have conversations about things that we lose sight of the longer that we think we know a person, how to love a person, how to support them and how they feel in the connection. 
And in my opinion, it's a little it's a little miracle in an app, specifically for individuals who find communicating and expressing themselves to be challenging. So I, so I, I believe Ashe and I have been using it beyond 90 days and I won't speak for her, but it's helped us grow in the distance. Again, like I said, she's been deployed. So um, it's posed questions to help us evolve and realize that growth in a relationship never ends. Sometimes we just get stagnant in growth because we get, you know, this um, tunnel vision and focus in one specific area. And if you've ever been in a relationship or are in a relationship, then likely, you know, that that area is that of business. We get tunnel vision focused on paying bills. We get tunnel vision focused on making sure that our house is kept up well, some people get tunnel vision focused on building a family and you lose sight on learning and getting to know your partner. And this quiz or this app has quizzes and offers questions to keep you in touch with those little things because no one stays the same. Ashe is not the person that she was when I met her at all. I am not the person Ashe was when she met me at all. We're entirely different people. And so we have to be committed just as much to these new versions of ourselves as we were to the persons that we were when we first met. And the reason why that's important is because if not, we'll get caught up in the past. We'll stop being able to embrace who we are now, even finding the evolution that we've experienced up until now to be problematic. And we'll get caught up in saying things like, well, I remember when we first got together and we used to be this way and we used to do be that way and we used to do this and we used to do that. And I just want to get back. I just wish we could get back. I just wish we could go back. Nigga, no. We supposed to be moving forward. (laughs) Relationships are supposed to progress. People are supposed to change. We are supposed to move ahead. There's nothing wrong with being thankful for what the relationship gave you in the beginning. But it's a problem when as opposed to learning how to work through what you're facing now and learning to love who you are seeing now, you much rather escape your reality by trying to either recreate your past or staying stuck in memory lane. Let your relationship be expansive. Ashe and I definitely went through a period of being stuck in a time capsule and that caused us both to lack appreciating where we were going and where we've come to has been so magnificent. So it it would have been a shame for us to eventually not snap into the reality and the joy and the peace that we've created with each other and within ourselves because we were still caught up in 2019 us. 2019 us was lit though. I will say, okay? We got to have a whole summer where my daughter was with her father um and we just can dedicate ourselves to each other. There was healing in that summer, there was fun in that summer, there was silliness. I mean, it was just so much. And all of that still exists now. It's just matured and taken on a different shape. We still laugh. We still cry. We still recognize the importance um, for growth, but we've also learned how 
to listen to each other differently, to love each other differently, to, and, and to understand that that's okay, to be fluid in the way that we're showing up and loving each other, to be fluid in the way that we're showing up and supporting each other. And I promise you, it's the fluidity that we've mastered that is going to be why I'm going to be with this woman for the rest of this existence and I'm going to find her in the next one. I guarantee it. I can say that without a shadow of doubt. And on second thought, <laughs> another tool we use to generate better communication um, has been um, the card games that we've ordered called The And. I think we came across The And maybe a year or two ago on YouTube and we fell in love with watching the videos together and the conversations are so remarkable and expansive and vulnerable and transparent um, and, th and thought provoking. And so we ordered a couple of them and this was early on when, you know, Ashe was, was more in her body about communicating in her head about sharing her thoughts and feelings. And this is also around the time when I saw this, in her and just determine her to be a poor communicator. Um, and what would happen was we would pour up some wine. We would, we would, you know, sit in our bed and we would pull these cards out and we would ask each other these questions and have very beautiful in-depth conversations and learn things about each other that her nor I probably would have, you know, sat down on our own and thought of to discuss. Because we'd be focused on, you know, surface shit. Like, what's your favorite color? Girl, I don't care about your favorite color. How are you navigating childhood trauma? <laughs> how much of that is still impacting your life today? And how much of that is likely impacting the way that you show up and love me? And, how, and, and I want to share this with you about myself as well. Are you curious? Do you know how to conjure up the, a question to kind of like... To peel back these layers in me so I can share this information with you? Do you know how to create a safe space for me so that I can share this information with you? Do you know how to express if you're in a safe space with me or not? And what I can do to, you know, reimagine a, a, an environment within myself and outside of myself for you that feels safe so that we can communicate better and continue to grow in this love. You know, uh-uh, I don't want to keep asking about your favorite color, <laughs> you know? And so um, because of the and um, in these question cards, we've been able to have these kinds of conversations. And the beautiful thing about the and is variety. They have, you know, um, an addition on love, an addition on healing, an addition on friendship, an addition on sex. It's, it's endless. As a matter of fact, oh, look, I got one of the additions right here in front of me. Let's see which one this is. This is healing edition. I've done this one by myself. I haven't done this one with Ashe yet. I've gotten this one while she's been gone. Let me see. I'm gonna pull a regular card. Don't, don't, don't be a mess universe. Okay. Don't be a mess. Let's see what this one is and see if I got the uh, boss to answer it. When does conflict arise between us and what can we learn from those moments? That's perfect. <laughs> Conflict arises between Ashe and I 
hold on. First of all, let me let y'all know I've already talked to my fiance and she knows that I'm going to share the details that I've shared in this episode with you all. And she's completely open to her and I being more expressive and transparent around about our relationship via the podcast and via online. Um, we both believe that, you know, we have some tools, we have some wisdom and we want to share it. So just to let y'all know, I'm not out here just airing my baby out and she don't know. I would never do her like that. Okay. So when does conflict arise between us and what can we learn from those moments? As a matter of fact, I'm going to answer this. And I know Ashe is going to listen to this episode when she finds the time. And I would love for her to answer this question in the comment section, um, that I post, uh, the, the, um, advertisement or, or, or the promotion for this episode on. So in my opinion, conflict arises between Ashe and I, when there's resistance, when we are resisting to listen to each other, when we are resisting to hear each other, when we are resisting, um, to be emotional, when emotions are rising up inside of ourselves, when there's resistance. And I believe that we learn from those moments. I learned from those moments that the longer that we stay in a state of resistance, the longer that we are not loving each other purely. You deserve to see me happy, sad, frustrated, um, processing, healed. You deserve to see the spectrum of my emotions so that you can know who I am wholeheartedly and truly and make a decision for yourself if this is something that you want to continue to to live with and exist with one and two so that if you choose to remain committed to remain committed that you can learn different ways of approaching me and I deserve that in return so that's my response. I'm curious to know what Ashe's is. I'm not even going to try to guess, but I love these cards because of questions like this, things that open you up, they crack you open right on the spot. Another one. How do you find peace in nature, in environments where I know trust and safety is an automatic, um, in trusting myself. I find peace in trusting myself. Um, I, I just love these cards. I can go on and on and on and on. And so I highly, highly recommend that those who are listening to get you a deck, pick a random deck, get you a deck. I cannot recall the price point. As a matter of fact, um, let me go on, on the website for you guys and take a look really fast. Um, the end. I'm gonna give you guys the website too. Um, that's it. That's the second name. Okay. So it's called the skin deep. Um, and it looks like you could purchase them on Amazon. I'm not clicking on that one. I'm going to uh, click on the official website. So shop dot the skin deep.com. And let's look at, let's look at the price points. Ooh, as soon as I clicked on it, there's a flyer for, um, 10% off when you subscribe to receive text. Oh, I mean, you could just do it just to go ahead and get the 10% and then you could be like, no, thank you to these texts. Um, if you want to, 
but okay let me click is this a new one they have uh the dating edition i can use that too because y'all know i'm engaged but i'm dating I'm not actively dating, but you know, it, it comes on the table every now and again. So let's click explore. Okay. So it's looking like they're about $29 per deck. I've not paid this. I believe that when I purchased mine, there was a promotion and you got two for like 30, I want to say, but the 29 is looking constant through and through. Um, you could purchase them through shop and pay. Okay. You can pay in four interest-free installments for orders over 50. So you'll probably have to order two decks. Um, oh, they have a kid's edition, stranger's edition, co-worker's edition. Ain't nobody doing that. What y'all trying to stir up? Drama. Messy. Look at y'all being messy, skin deep. Uh-uh. Amusing edition, self edition, um, healing edition, family edition. Oh, uh oh Okay. On racism edition, take that one to work. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Unless you bold. Oh, they have a package, true romance bundle for $87. And it looks like there's one, two, three, four. It looks like there's four. Oh, no, there's three. They just put two of them one time. So there's three decks that you get in there. Fun. First date bundle for $50. So look, it's a variety on here <clears throat> and I highly, highly recommend. Also, B. Simone uses these on her podcast and I was low key mad when I first heard her using them. Cause I was like, God damn it. Why didn't I think of that? It's a good idea. A good like, um, icebreaker for a podcast. But anyway, I'm gonna let her have it. I'm just going to talk about them <laughs> on this episode and then y'all do what y'all do. So um, if you're thinking about communication, if you're looking to explore expansion alone in a group with family, friends, lovers or a lover, these are two simple and cheap approaches to go about doing that, especially if you're considering therapy and that's just not in your budget. These cards from the and and um, the evergreen app are remarkable tools to keep in your toolkit even once you finally get to the point where you know you do have the extra funds or you have built um therapy into your budget i'm in love um with loving i'm in love with my heart chakra that's what i call ashe I'm in love with our process and healing and growing together. And I'm so in love with this focus that I've been having on communication for myself and that we've been having um, together on communication because it's done so much for us as two people who choose each other every single day. You don't have to wait until you're without work to do for yourself in or, or in your relationship in order to be practicing ways to be able to approach any work that might come up. Be proactive, do it in advance because you never know and you always want to be equipped. Okay, <laughs> beyond, beyond that, beyond the end and beyond evergreen and circling back to this vacation. Um, for those who don't follow the Deeper Than Roots podcast, I mean, podcast on Instagram, which is now under, um, resonate underscore with Ra, resonate underscore with underscore Ra. Um, 
Ashe and I did it all in Hawaii. We hiked, as I mentioned, did a helicopter tour, which was fucking bananas. Um, we, first of all, hold on. This helicopter, this helicopter tour? <laughs> okay. Because I am adventurous. I'm a thrill junkie. I love doing things in the sky. So um, I was thinking to myself, like, yeah, I got this. I'm going to be good. But no, 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 no. Because you definitely are hanging on the edge of your seat because we did the helicopter tour with the doors off and I immediately was like, I don't know, I'm really playing with my life this this time, excuse me. But eventually I got my shit together and um, I, I was able to zone into the moment and into the experience and it was just, it was next level. Um, we had a full spa day, which started off in these personal sonopods that I loved her and I both loved. We need to have in our homes. And it ended with this beautiful herbal bath, which was a lot for me because I am not the kind of lover who wants to share my bathroom time with my partner. If I'm on the toilet, get out. If I'm in the bath, get out. If I'm having a shower, get out. I don't find that romantic. I find it gross <laughs> when you're trying to be all up in my personal space while I'm focused on my hygiene, my physical hygiene. But I was so just engulfed in our love that it didn't even present itself. Like my germophobia didn't even present itself in that moment. I was just completely and entirely swept away. The food was amazing through and through. There wasn't a single place that we ate at where I would say the food was horrible. There were some places that we ate at where I wouldn't go back to, but I wouldn't say any of the food was horrible. Some of our favorite places um, were Rick's Jerk, which is a small black owned food truck, Caribbean inspired. Um, and then a rooftop spot called Deck. Delicious. We went back twice, y'all. Deck is delicious. Go to, it's delicious. Go to Deck if you're, <laughs> if you're in Oahu. It was fire. And last but not least, there was this breakfast slash coffee spot that we went to every single day almost called Island Vintage Coffee and Chow go there. Again, if you are in Oahu and you need a breakfast fix or you need a coffee fix, go, go, go to Island Vintage Coffee. Okay. Or, I mean, the line going to be long. You're going to have to be patient, but the food is going to be worth it. The coffee is going to be worth it. You will be happy. And if you're wanting something clean to eat, something simple, if you're not wanting to be, you know, overstuffed throughout your day as you're walking about and doing all of these things at the beach, then there was this cute little quaint spot called, uh, it might be called Aloha, but it was spelled A-L-O-H in a square. And maybe they just assumed you would circle back to the A. I don't know what they thought with that. Um, but it might be called Aloha, but it was spelled A-L-O-H in a square. Um, and they have fresh pressed juice, delicious avocado toast, um, just a very clean eating space. And I really enjoyed that. So nonetheless, the, the food was glorious. The time spent with my wife made Oahu, you know, forever special. And so, you know, 10 out of 10, y'all. 10 out of 10. The greatest thing that came from this trip and within the last three months for me has been, you know, focusing on being a better listener. It's making me not only a better partner, 
but also a better lover um, to my other lovers. It's making me a better daughter, a better sister, a better mother, a better friend, a better coworker. It's literally reshaping me all together. And it's assisting in me practicing discernment because not only am I listening to people who I want to keep in, in my life, it's also helping me filter out the people per the things that they say and the way that they behave because listening doesn't just happen with the ears. You know, it's in the body language. It's in our vibrate. It's in a vibration, you know, so that's helping me to filter through the people who I do not need to continue sharing myself with, sharing my time with and sharing community with. And it has helped me to close out um, relationships that have been way past due and create space for more. And maybe more is not new people. Maybe more is just peace. Sometimes the space I'm realizing sometimes the space that's that's created in and outside of me is is simply supposed to just be that nothing is supposed to consume it. Not a person, not, you know, a task, not a cycle to break, nothing. It's just supposed to be a safe space of emptiness so that in the event I need it to go within for any reason, I have that solitude within myself that's not filled with something that I have to filter through first before I can allow myself to fall apart in it. It's just there for me to fall apart in all the time, always vibrating high, always ready for me. And um, I'm OK with that. I'm OK with having space within myself uh, that's not occupied I don't need everything in me and around me to always be busy. Um, what did Erica Badu say to that, inter that interviewer who asked her a, a question? He said, what is something that women need? Peace and motherfucking quiet. Sometimes within ourselves, we just need peace and motherfucking quiet. And mastering, creating that space for ourselves within ourselves will assist us in creating that space for ourselves externally that's it that's all I got I've missed y'all I love y'all um I hope wherever you're vibrating you're being honest truthful um and radical in it that you know it's not always going to be peace and light on this journey in spirituality and self-discovery and introspection sometimes it's going to be loud and dark but if you're in my community, then you know you're supported. You have somewhere to go to unpack or to just sit with yourself and know that nothing is expected of you. So keep that in mind. Until next time, y'all. Ashe.